Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. That's a winner. Yes, we have a winning day on the podcast. We go 4-1 and one on baseball. We go 0-2 on the USFL, and we make $126.66. Well, let's recap it real quick. In the USFL, we played two underdogs on the money line, Houston and Pittsburgh. Both had the football in the final minute with an opportunity to win the game. Both quarterbacks elected to throw an interception, and our chances go away. So we lose both in the USFL yet again. In Major League Baseball, though, Detroit gets the job done as our dog of the day. We make $110 on that one. Mr. Scooble was good in the opener, and that's what we needed. Then Minnesota, oh boy, did they get the bats going at target field against Velasquez and the White Sox. They pound the Shy Sox there, and we cash the $150 on the Twins run line. Our first five under the day, we had to pay a little extra juice here, but it was worth it. Toronto and Houston, we cashed the under four and a half, win $83.33. Our game under, definitely worth the juice in this one. As they say in the Early Edge podcast, sometimes the juice is worth the squeeze. And this one saved us because we got the under eight and a half. It finished at eight. We had to sweat out the final three and a half innings there and no runs were scored. So we eke it out by a half a run, win $83.33 on that bet. And then the most embarrassing bet of the baseball season for me, just a bit outside on this one, we played the Pirates in the first five at Wrigley Field against the Cubs. Yeah, the Cubbies won that game 21 to nothing. So needless to say, we lost that first five wager. Now let's get to the card for Sunday. Before we do so, a couple miscellaneous fun facts here for you. First of all, congrats to the USFL favorites. They are now 6-1. and one. I know this because we're 1-6 betting on the underdogs. I like the USFL, but it doesn't seem to like me back. And then congrats to Mr. Cabrera on hit number 3,000. A great hitter, a tremendous career. He now joins Albert as the only active players with 3,000 hits. Here's a trivia question for you here on the podcast today. Without looking at Google, can you name the three active players in Major League Baseball with at least 2,000 hits, but obviously still shy of the 3,000 number? I'll give you the answer in just a bit. And then from our stat guy, Rodney, from the Windy City of Chicago, he has a fun fact for us. Shutout wins by 20 or more in Chicago over the last 30 years. That would be Cubs 1, Bears nothing. Yes, the Cubs 21 to nothing win is the only time a team from Chicago has a shutout win by 20 or more in the last 30 years. Kind of a fun fact there. So now let's get to USFL week number two. Let it end. Friday, there was no offense. Saturday, it was a record-setting day for the offenses. Sunday, who knows? It's the New Orleans Breakers and the Tampa Bay Bandits. We're going to play the over 39 and a half. So I'm one and six playing the dogs. I need to stay away from that. So we're going to try a total. Once again, we're going Breakers and Bandits over the 39 and a half. Next up, we got a Major League Baseball. We're still waiting on some pitchers to be confirmed and several lines for tomorrow. So we are going to play a couple things in the dark here, but we're going to start with our under of the day. It is the Atlanta Braves and the Miami Marlins under the eight and a half. So start laughing now. For Miami, it's our guy that we bet against all last year, 
Jesus Lazarado making his third start of the season. He went five innings, one run at the Angels to start the year. Then he went four and a third innings, giving up four runs to the Cardinals last time out. He was really good this spring, but he was really bad last year with an 8.46 ERA on the road. For Atlanta, it's the third start of the year for young 22-year-old Bryce Elder. Five and two-thirds innings, three runs first time out against Washington, four and a third innings, two runs last time out at San Diego. He had five walks in that effort, so I don't like that. He pitched 7.2 innings of scoreless baseball this spring, and last year in the minors, he had a wonderful 2.75 ERA. So a couple of young kids today, these teams combined for 16 runs last night. We need eight less today. We're on the Braves and the Marlins under the eight and a half. Next up, it is your first five under, and we're going to play the St. Louis Cardinals and the Cincinnati Reds under the four and a half. So for the Cardinals, it's Adam Wainwright making his fourth start of the season. He's hoping to keep the Reds' bats cold for at least one more day. He has a 2.81 ERA this year. Not the best whip, though, at a 1.38. He had one bad effort at Milwaukee. He had a decent spring and a solid 3.58 ERA on the road last year. For Cincinnati, it's young Nick Lodolo. I mispronounce everything. I apologize. He makes his third start for the Reds. Four innings, five runs in his debut against Cleveland. Five innings, three runs at San Diego last time out. He had an excellent spring with a 2.38 ERA. And last year in the minors, he had a 2.31 ERA with a sub one whip. We played the under four and a half on Friday and got burned late. I'm hoping we can get revenge today and keep this one under the four and a half in the first five between the Reds and the Cardinals. Next up, well, this one's in the dark. It is either a dog of the day or a run line special. We're going to play the Chicago White Sox over the Minnesota Twins. Line and pitcher to be determined. So no pitcher posted yet for the White Sox. So therefore, the line is not out yet. But we're hearing it might be Lucas Giolito. If it is Lucas G on the hill, last time out was back on April the 8th. He went four innings, no runs, one hit, two walks, and six strikeouts against Detroit. Even if he's limited to four or five innings, his return is just what the doctor ordered for Tony La Russa and the White Sox. For Minnesota, it's Chris Archer making his third start for the Twins. Good numbers so far, a 2.16 ERA, a 1.08 whip, only one start this spring. It was a poor effort. Last year with Tampa, he had a 3.86 ERA at home. I'm hoping everyone likes Archer's numbers so we can get increased value on this play. I will post the official play in the show notes. If it's a dog, we're playing the money line on the White Sox. If the White Sox are the favorite, we're playing the run line on the White Sox. Bottom line, I'm playing the White Sox today at Target Field over Minnesota. Next up, we have another game. We don't know how we're playing it yet. It's either a dog of the day or a run line special. It is Oakland, the Athletics over the Texas Rangers. So we might end up doubling up on one of the plays today. We just don't know yet. For Texas, it's Garrett Richards as the listed starter. First start of the year, four games pitched so far this season, a 4.50 ERA, a 1.50 whip. He had a perfect spring with two one-inning performances. He made 22 starts last year and had a 4.19 ERA on the road. For Oakland, it's Cole Irvin getting the call. One and one this year, a 4.32 ERA, a 1.26 whip. Last time out, 
Five innings, one run against Baltimore. Get a shaky spring, though, with a 6.43 ERA. Get a solid home ERA, though, last year of a 3.9. Think Irvin gets the A's a great effort today. I'm taking Oakland as a dog or on the run line. Once again, we'll post the final play in the show notes. Then your final play in the card is a first five dog of the day. It is the Cleveland Guardians over the New York Yankees at a plus 175. So for Cleveland, it is Aaron Savali on the bump. He went three and a third innings, two runs versus Kansas City in his first outing. He went four innings, three runs against San Francisco in his second start. He had a decent spring, 3.60 ERA, and he had a much better road record last year than a home record. He was 7-1 and one on the road with a 3.03 ERA. For the Yankees, well, this one should be interesting. Garrett Cole gets the call for New York. Last time out, only one and two-thirds innings, two runs, five walks, and a hit. He had a quick hook at Detroit. First two starts of the year, he gave up three runs in each effort. He has a 6.35 ERA this season. He had a 6.75 ERA this spring, but he did have a 3.11 ERA at home last year. Cole could dominate. This could be another 21-0 route like our five-inning dog yesterday with Pittsburgh. But at plus 175, when Cole is so shaky of late, I just can't pass it up. I'm on the Guardians over the Yankees in the first five at a plus 175. So let's give you that trivia answer. So real quick, the three hitters with at least 2,000 hits, but not yet at 3,000 hits, Robinson Cano with 2,630 hits, Molina with 2,116 hits, and Joey Votto with 2,035 hits. I was a little shocked that Nelson Cruz, Evan Longoria, Paul Goldschmidt, and Mike Trout weren't closer to the number, but those are the three guys currently with more than 2,000 hits, Cano, Molina, and Votto. So now let's recap your card for Sunday. I got off topic there for a little bit. In the USFL, we're playing a total, and we're playing an over for once. We're playing the Breakers and the Bandits over the 39 and a half. In Major League Baseball, your under the day is Atlanta and Miami under the eight and a half. Your first five under, we're on the Cardinals and the Reds under four and a half. The Chicago White Sox over the Minnesota Twins. We don't know how we're playing it. We're either playing it as a dog of the day or we're playing the run line to get better value. But we're playing the White Sox over the Twins no matter what. Then another game. It's either dog of the day or a run line special. We're on the Oakland A's over the Texas Rangers. Once again, we'll post the final play in the show notes. Then we do know our first five dog of the day. We're playing the Cleveland Guardians over the New York Yankees at a plus 175. So that's your card for a Sunday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.